Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. Hello and welcome to the Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily Podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein, where, of course, we'll be reflecting on the incredibly sad passing of cricket legend Shane Warne, who sadly passed away aged just 52. He took more than 700 wickets and was widely regarded as the greatest spinner of all time. He was a sporting icon. Amazing guy, extraordinary energy. I mean, the only consolation that I can come up with sitting here is that Ellie gave this life a good crack. In 2005, just epitomise what Shane Warne was. First ball in Test cricket in England for Shane Warne. And he's done it. He started off with the most beautiful delivery. Gadding has absolutely no idea what has happened to it. Kenny Palmer just gave him a raised eyebrow and a little nod. And that's all it needed. He didn't give any bad balls, and, and you know, but he kept it simple. He just had this amazing ability to be the most important person in any given moment. Mark Nicholas co-wrote Shane Warne's autobiography and paid an emotional tribute to his friend. Amazing guy. Extraordinary energy. I mean, the only consolation that I can come up with sitting here is that Ellie well, gave this life a good crack. I mean, he, mm. he fitted more in in his 52 years than most of us do in 90 of them. Yeah. I wrote his book with him, um, mm. and I spent a lot of time with him in my life. We were very close, and what would I say? I would say that I would trust him with my life. I would say that. Uh, I would rate him as one of the great enthusiasts for anything. I mean, he was up for anything. I would say that his stubborn streak worked for the good of the game in that he wouldn't compromise on things he didn't believe in. And I would say that of all the people you could imagine being a terrible loss, He's top of the list, really, because he gave so much. I say you summed it up well. He gave so much in so many areas. I mean, he this, was, is a, this is a desperate blow. I, I I keep thinking of his dad and his 
kids. You know, his dad's a marvellous man. His mum's a marvellous woman. Former England captain Mike Gatton remembers Warren's incredible talent and his personality on and off the pitch. First ball in Test cricket in England for Shane Warne. And he's done it. He started off with the most beautiful delivery. Well, that has turned about two and a half feet. Gatting can't believe his eyes. What a start for Shane Warne. Yeah, he certainly didn't leave much in the dressing room <laughs> as, as, as he did on the field. He certainly lived life to, to the full whilst he was whilst he was living, sadly. And uh, it was the same when he played cricket. You know, he, he, he gave it everything. Um, and, uh, yeah, you, you, you just... Uh, yeah, it's just... <laughs> like like lots of great cricketers who who we sadly lost so early, and Malcolm Marshall being another one. But yeah. uh, you know, Warney, uh, it's just it's just uh, just such a, an amazing, just a huge shock to see that you know we're not going to hear from him or listen to him or have a drink with him or you know listen to him telling me how good a ball it was again. <laughs> you know, you just uh, yeah, it's difficult to take. He was a very fair guy. You know, if he did well, he'd, he'd come up and congratulate you and. And he was really was a sort of a an amazing sort of cricketer. I mean, it, it was sad he didn't have a captain in Australia. I think mm. um, a lot of the time you say, well, some of those great players weren't great captains. But I actually think Warney might well have been a a very good captain because he was uh, quite had a bit of empathy for the people that he liked. He had a lot of empathy, but he for the people he didn't. Sadly, he he was he was pretty sort of. Uh, you know, straightforward when it came to that. Um, and he was always very loyal to his friends. Yeah, you know, we were just sort of, you know, just think of the many times that he's seen him on the cricket field and his lives he's influenced and um, and all the good things that, that uh, a lot of the good things that people didn't even know he did uh, off the field with, with kids and hospitals and stuff like that. And um, we'll all remember him certainly as cricketers from, from what he did on the field. And um people don't, don't quite understand sometimes all the good stuff he did off it. In January this year, Shane Warne joined the TalkSport Breakfast Show to discuss his legendary career and how he made the decision to become a cricketer. Got him! That's what ball, Shane Warne. What a wicket that is. He's really teed him up and he has struck just before lunch. I played cricket in the summer because um, my friends did. There was nothing that I really, you know, I didn't dream of playing cricket for Australia. I pretended to be, you know, Ian Chappell and Dennis Lilly and all that in the backyard, like most Aussie kids did in the 70s and early 80s um, with my brother. But I wanted to play Australian rules football. I played um, at St Kilda Footy Club for a while. I was also playing um, tennis. I was ranked number two in Victoria. I had won a few tournaments. I was playing section one men's tennis at 17. Um, so I had a fair bit of sport going on. And then suddenly I got the letter from St Kilda Footy Club that said your services are no longer required. And that was like a dagger. That was like being told you're not good enough about your dream that you always wanted to play Aussie rules footy. And then I thought, well, maybe I'll play tennis and have a proper crack at tennis. Um, And at the similar sort of time, I started to do okay at cricket and played a couple of games. And then I was picked for Victoria to play first-class cricket. Then I was picked to go to the academy. Then I went to the West Indies in 1990. I went to Zimbabwe on this youth tour. And then I played two a couple of games for Victoria and I got picked for Australia. So it all happened between giving football up, thinking about playing tennis. 18 months later, I was playing for Australia. Mark Butcher was in awe of Vaughan's talent and the positive outlook he had on life. Well, I mean, when he, when he first came on the scene, um, I suppose sort of the English 
public started to know about him um, back in 1993 on that on his uh, first Ashes tour, uh, and, and this is this is even before sort of the you know the the, the ball of the century to, to Mike Gatting that kind of you know, that gets replayed um, thousands and thousands of times a day around the, around the world. Um, you know this this kid with the the bleached blonde hair and the big diamond earring and kind of you know just he he wasn't cricket you know at the time it was still pretty pretty staid and pretty um, uh, a traditional game. And he kind of bucked all of those. You know, now everybody's got spiky hairdos and, and tattoo sleeves and, and earrings and all the rest of it. But Warney was different um, right from the very beginning. Um, and it wasn't a, it wasn't an act. You know, it was no like all of the, the characters that that you mentioned that there are throughout all sorts of sports. Some of them maybe maybe it's a persona, something that they put on in order to be able to go out there and perform. Um, you know, feats of magic and whatever. But for warning, that was just how he, that's just him. That's just his entire lifestyle. He came straight off the beach, St Kilda in uh, in Victoria, um, and, and it just happened to be cricket that he was brilliant at. You know, so there was there's no um, there's no affectation to Shane Warne. It was what you saw was what you got, um, and what you got was plenty. Ah! Hold him! There it is. The battle's over, and Shane Warne gets his fourth. What a delivery! Well, this was a wonderful delivery. Big spin on it. I think he was so surprised was Peterson, he couldn't believe it turned this much. Former England bowler Steve Harmison loved being in Shane Warne's company and will miss him dearly. He's the most amazing human being. He was. He had time for. He had time to talk uh, about cricket. That's why he's, it, it's, it, it, what you're going to hear in the next few you know, hours, weeks, months, years is the the character of of Shane Warne, especially from his teammates, but even even the opposition when when he was in the dressing room, he was behind the scenes. There was this this character that Mark Nicholas described that's fit a lot of. A lot of stuff in 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 52 years, and he's infectiousness. He was a generous man, a generous, and I mean a really generous man, to a T. And 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 somebody, I, I, to be honest, guys, I don't even think words is, could be good enough to describe what Shane Keith Warne was as a cricketer, and as a person. It, it really is. It really is. It's. Uh, yeah, it's I, sit, I sit here. I sit here. Very very difficult. I haven't. Yeah, and this is somebody that you played against for the whole entire of my, all of my international yeah. career was played against Shane Warne, and that from a you know, it's going to be it's going to be you're right a celebration of a of a fantastic a fantastic character and a fantastic life that is taken so so early, but you are going to hear from names from all around the world of sport and in and in show business business and in life. Mm. Because that's 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 the mark of the man and what he touched other people's lives. He's, he's an amazing man, and and uh, it just can't I can't bear I can't think of what it's you know from a from a family point of view. I, I really am struggling now. Former England cricketer and commentator David Gower believes Shane Warne's incredible character on and off the pitch made him the sporting great that he was. I mean, a lot has already been said about him, I'm sure, and a lot more will be said about him over the next 24 hours and beyond, because he was the most extraordinary character, the most extraordinary cricketer, uh, combined into two. Um, and as Mark said, that quote from Mark, you know, he crammed an awful lot into 52 years. Um, so it's a life fully lived, that is for sure. I mean, the thing is actually, at the end of it all, for all the fun and frolics, um, he was a brilliant cricketer, yes. Those that played with him uh, are full of respect for his knowledge, for his instinct, um, you had a very shrewd cricketing brain. You know, apart from anything else, he was 
He was much, uh, well, quite often described as the man who should have captained Australia but never did um, because he was the sort of character who would help captains, would come up with ideas, come up with plans. And when he captained Hampshire, which is the same county course that Mark and I played for, and me at the end of my career, Mark, for a long, long time, um, when he captained Hampshire, you know, they learned an awful lot from him, both, to be fair, both on and off the field. By bowling around his legs, beautiful bowling. Superb control, Powell just lunging forward, spun enough to take leg stump. His 80th wicket in 2005 for Shane Warne. TalkSport cricket reporter John Norman explains why Warne was so loved and transcended sport. And now here we are, and I'm just sitting here and thinking, wow, what is it about Shane Warne that has made me so ridiculously... Why is this such a powerful moment? Because... And it's because he's been such a... He's been... He's been... He's been cricket. That's it. He's been cricket mm. since since the mid nineties. When I think about my absolute addiction and love for the sport, it's 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 tied mm. in with Shane Warne. He was a boy from the Burbs, you know. He grew up in suburban Melbourne, and you know, there's sometimes Australians try and make more of their upbringing than is actually maybe relevant. They maybe look at other cultures and think that there's more substance to where you grew up than where mm. I did because it's. It's a comfortable place, um, you know, it's a new place. And and Shane Warne never, ever tried to make more of his upbringing than what it was. And he was very comfortable in his upbringing. He was very comfortable with who he was. And he never changed. And that was the great appeal with Shane Warne. He literally, it was though he stepped off the beach and he put on his cricket whites and someone threw him a cricket ball and then he became the Diego Maradona of cricket. Mm. I mean, it was that. It was that juxtaposition between an aura and a, and a brilliance. Cricket journalist Melinda Farrell believes the loss of Shane Warne has sent shockwaves around the sporting world. It's a combination of everything, you know, because he, at 52, I mean, is very young and he is uh, a, an incredibly huge character in Australian cricket. I mean, he's somewhere he's warny, isn't he? Um, love him, hate him, agree with him, disagree with him. He undisputed, brilliant cricketer for so long um, and still a huge part of the, the, the cricket landscape. And, you know, most of us have just seen him uh, not so long ago, whether people were seeing him on TV or in person at the ground. So mm. I, I think yeah, it, it just seems he was so full of life. Uh, he, did, he didn't do anything by halves. And I, I guess that's just why it, it seemed so shocking. And um, the, the, the fact that he had tweeted out just hours ago, really, um, a very heartfelt condolence message about Rod Marsh. So uh, all of that makes it, makes it, I think, really hard to process and, and it will be huge in Australia when Australia does wake up. Aussie Test Captain Pat Cummings said Warren's record will live on forever in the sport. from Shane Warne. Warney was an all-time great, a once-in-a-century type cricketer, and his records will live on forever. We all grew up watching Warney, idolising him. We all had posters on his wall, um, had his earrings. Um, we, we, we love so much about Warney. Um, you know, his showmanship, his charisma, his tactics, the way he, he just willed himself and the team around him to win games for Australia. And probably above all else, his incredible skill as a leg spinner. Uh, there's so many 
guys in this team and squad who you know, still hold him as a hero, their all-time favourite player. And the loss that we're all trying to wrap our heads around is huge. Former teammate of Shane Warne, Sean Udall, was devastated to hear the news of his passing and believes he's a superstar. Yeah, I think he's one of the few cricketers in the world that can go anywhere in the world and be recognised. And I think that's a great testimony to what he brought to the game, what he brought to life. He was vibrant, he was great fun to be around, he was, it was never a dull moment and we shared some great moments when he came to mind. He made a trip from Melbourne to my 50th in, in Basingstoke in, in two years ago, um, a special trip to come over and join me for my, for my party. He was at my son's christening, he, he, was just, he was just a great human being and a, a lot of rubbish got written about him but he was, he was a very special man, he, if, if, he, if you got on with him and he cared for you and, and he liked you and stuff and he'd do anything for you but he was just a... I just still can't believe it. He was just such a wonderful human being. Funny enough, I'm sat in one of the pubs we used to go in, which is the Queen in the Dummers, just having a beer to um, celebrate his life and because that's what he would have wanted and, and that's how he used to live his life was, was through in the fast lane and there's been a lot of rubbish written about him, but he was a wonderful human being. Um, his life was one to be celebrated. He brought joy to millions of people. He raised millions of pounds for underprivileged children in Australia and England. Every time I had a charity day for my son who's, who suffers from autism, he used to turn up and pay for his own team. Um, he used to donate an auction item. He used to be very endearing and, and, and chatty to anybody that used to ask him to have a chat with him or share a sign an autograph. He was just a wonderful human being and it's just such a tragedy. I don't know how to really describe any more than that, to be honest. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This episode of the TalkSport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van? Enterprise is there every step of the way. Whenever and wherever you need a vehicle and whatever it's for, Enterprise can help. With over 450 locations across the UK, they're just around the corner. Whether you need a weekend rental, a holiday hire, a replacement car or you're planning a business trip, home or away, Enterprise are there to help. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Ali McQuist remembers the incredible aura Shane Warne had whenever they met. Shane Warne is an absolute global superstar, mate. It transcended, it transcended the sport. He, he just, you know, he epitomised everything that, 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 that we love in our sport. The buzz before that particular Sunday was incredible. I remember the guys all talking, you know, Warney's coming on this weekend, you know, it was, and I knew something special was happening this weekend because Warney was coming on the show. And he walked in and you, you talk about, and I've heard the people say about people having an aura. He walked into that place and his smile lit up the room, man. I'm telling you, you know that way, he just comes in and the whole place lights up. 
had a word for everybody. You know, he, he, he spoke to everybody. Him and I had a right batter at the green room a couple of times. We didn't leave a green. We left that green room in some condition, I can tell you. <laughs> but he was just a really fun, fun guy to be around. Great fun to be around, watching him take wickets, watching him, watching him bat. He, he, he did everything to the limit. I mean, I th- I don't, I'm not sure it might have been your, yourself at the court. He was rock and roll. I mean, he, he was absolutely magic for cricket, for the sport itself. Australian broadcaster, Jared Kimber. Phil Shamorn's incredible skill made him an icon who will never be forgotten. I grew up in Melbourne. It's Aussie rules football is the biggest thing in, in Melbourne, obviously. It completely dominates everything from the political chat on down. And for, you know, 15, 20 years, Shane Warren was bigger than Aussie Rules football. He was almost cricket on its own in Melbourne, uh, completely dominated everything. My, my, my story of my childhood is I started playing uh, cricket as, as a young leg spinner, believe it or not, before Shane Warren came on the scene. Mm-hmm. I was the only leg spinner in my competition. Three years later, every team had two leg spinners. You cannot, you cannot even understand how much he changed. Melbourne, Victorian and Australian sport. He was just, you know, they once gave him his own chat show. And as you know, he's not exactly the most talented person. They just gave him his own chat show because he was Shane Warne, right? That's, <laughs> that, he was that famous. For those who don't know, he was also, I think, the first Nike cricketer. Like Nike came to Australia to get Shane Warne involved. And there's like photos of him with Michael Jordan when Michael Jordan's in his pomp. He was that level of famous. David Bumble Lloyd believes Shane Warne was a simply superb cricketer who lived life to the full. I've seen so many of them with that DNA. The, the larrikins, the full on. We have one, Ian both of them, exactly the same. Sleep is an inconvenience. <laughs> life, is, life is to be lived. And Shane Warne was in that category. He had this God-given talent and he was so grateful for it that he would always want to put it on to somebody else, to help someone else. This is how I do it. Let's see what you can do. Every young spinner, I've, I've been in that commentary box throughout with him, in Australia for Channel 9 and here in the UK. And throughout that time, if there's any young spinner came into the game at whatever level, he would go and talk to them every time. I never knew him not go to a young leg spinner and to, to work with them to give him a pat on the back and almost to say, look, you're, you're carrying the torch now. You're carrying the torch for leg spin. And he was an immense character. And talk about rock and roll. He knew everybody. Well, that sadly is all we have time for. Thank you for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcast from. And don't forget, of course, to hit that subscribe button. I'll be back on TalkSport on Monday night on Andy Goldstein's Sports Bar alongside Jason Cundy from 10pm taking your calls on all the weekend's football including the Monday night game Spurs taking on Everton The Cricket Collective will be live on TalkSport 2 tomorrow night from 8pm paying tribute to Shane Warne one of the greatest bowlers and biggest personalities the sport has ever known And finally there will of course be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily Podcasts out first thing in the morning so do what you have to do to get it Until then thank you for listening Have a wonderful day and above all be safe everyone Be safe
The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style.